Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, welcome to 39 Uncensored, everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And hey, we got, we got a badass guest today, uh, 21 years old. Uh, he's, he's got some good connections here in, uh, in Naples, Florida, which makes it really cool, makes it related to the 239. His uh, uncle is uh, Sean McGrail, his uh, cousin is Jack. Are you here, Jack, with us? Yeah, I'm right here with you guys. Jack is producing. Hey, Jake, uh, the shooter, are you, are you Are you on? I'm here. What's up? What's up, Jack? What's up, everybody? Hey, Jake. Uh, we, we really are just honored to have you on this podcast because I know your uncle Sean said, hey, we, we got a nephew that does some video. He's pretty good. So I went on and I checked you out on YouTube and these videos are badass. I mean, you really, <laughs> you know how to do that. Jake, give me a little rundown. Like, tell me about your company. And, uh, you know, just, I think, I think you have like 22 million views and it's just crazy. Tell me a little bit about it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, um, it's, it's been going great. Um, I own a music media company called Shooter Co. Um, I live out in Los Angeles, California, and I direct, edit, and produce big music videos for, a bunch of big celebrities in the area. Well, big. You got big ones. Give me some of the, the people that you have produced for. Um, well, the biggest video we just did was the Larray diss track. Um, it's going pretty viral on YouTube right now. It's the number one video in the world. Uh, just hit 22 million views. So that one's going crazy all over TikTok um, with all those influencers in the video. What? But I've also done work. 22? Did you say 22 million views? Yeah, it's at 22 million views in the in five days. Wow, that that is unbelievable. That's crazy. Now I know you yeah, get like crazy. a dollar for each one, right? <laughs> I wish if it was on my channel. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true, right? We'll talk a little bit about that monetizing stuff. But so keep going, keep going. That's awesome. Twenty one years old doing this. Yep, and uh, I work with a bunch of other artists like uh, Bia, PNB Rock, uh, Rapta. Um, a bunch of household names like Lil Skies. I'm sure like the younger generation will know these names better, but a bunch of artists that are doing their thing. It, Jake, what are you trying to say? You trying to say I'm old? Come on now. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I got to. No, that's that's really cool though. That's really cool. So now you went to film school out in LA. What school did you go to, Jake? Yep, I went to uh, the Los Angeles Film School right on Sunset Boulevard. Wow, that that must have been really neat. And is that a, oh, yeah. is that a four year program or two year or how how long is um, that? So it's a three year accelerated program. It's year round. Wow. Um, I actually was supposed to do the three years, but I went for a year and a half. Got my associates and just realized that I probably don't need it anymore. Yeah, you, you're ready to go. The career, you know, yep. get it. Yeah. So what now? What made you obviously? Everybody's dream is to go out to LA, right? So, yep. What what got you out there? Give me give me a little rundown about that. Was it something like you've always wanted to do since you've been a kid, or you know, just fill me in on that? Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think 
I don't I don't think I originally wanted to come to LA until I was probably like a sophomore, junior, senior in high school. Um when I really started getting into the, the video scene. Um I think originally I probably just wanted to stay in Boston where I was where I was raised. Yeah, and I'm I'm from up in New England too, so it's it's pretty nice. Now what are some of the differences between Boston? Now obviously in your not to cut you off there, but in your field though, LA's probably where you need to be. I'm sure there's some opportunities in Boston, but you know, what are what are some of the differences there? Yeah, Boston I'd say is just not the the location for the uh the trade, I guess. LA there's there's always something going on. Um, everyone's here that's, that works in the industry, so it just makes sense for me to be here. Hopefully, maybe one day I'll end up moving back and, and coming back and forth because at, at the end of the day, a video director, anyone could fly in and shoot with them. So. Right, right, right. Now, when you're out there in L.A., there's got to be – it's got to be pretty competitive. I mean, how do you get the chance and opportunity to work with some of these people? Do they see your – product see some of the videos and say i want i want you know jake the shooter to be my guy is that kind of how that happens or do you sit down and do contracts or how does that all work yeah i mean it it definitely wasn't just like one day i started making videos and all these big artists just started hitting me up it was it was a very slow steady grind that like making videos for artists that had 500 followers they'd pay me like 300 dollars. i'd make their quick video and we would just put it out and hope we get views and it just slowly continued to build from there. Like even Jack can speak on it. Cause I'm sure he's witnessed it since he's known me his whole life. Like three years ago, I was still probably doing the same thing, just making a lot smaller videos, like making a lot less noise. And it's just slowly grown. You can just see it's like a, a stock just going up. Yeah. So it's kind of like turning into a snowball. Right. And then once exactly, you get, once exactly. you get 22 million views on a video, people are going to be like, I want Jake the shooter to do my video. There's no doubt, I'm sure. Exactly, yeah. Like, if, if you watch that, that video with 22 million, when you when you click it, the first thing you see is my logo, the ray gun, just boom, right off the bat. So 22 million people have seen that, so now it's like everything is just going to continue to snowball like it has been. Yeah, now let's talk about uh, the name, right? So you got, you got Jake, Jake the Shooter. We all know that that's a, a video, right? You're shooting video. Does that ever get anybody freaked out or confused or any of that stuff? Or, you know, yeah, it's I mean, kind of cool, though, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, at first, at first, my parents were like, no, this ain't rocking. My dad was like, yo, please change the name. I'll buy you a new camera if you do. Um, <laughs> but, I, I mean, I just branded it as like, yo, we're, we're shooting cameras. We're shooting movies. Like, that's that's the brand, Jake the Shooter. It's, it's, it shouldn't be taken in any other way. Yeah, no, that's 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 good, and and you know you you stuck to it, right? And yep. and, you, and your mother probably would be like, Tim, why'd you say that? But you know that's good. <laughs> but but the thing about it is, it's like it's catchy, and there's a lot of lot of things going on. Now, let me ask you this question. Um, this is something I always kind of want to know about these videos. Now, I've seen some of the talent in these videos. Um, who pulls all that together? I mean, is that something you're contracted to do and i i mean i saw some of the girls on there it's pretty it's got to be pretty tough to stay stay professional all the time on these videos <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly a lot of the videos i produce so i've just made resources like i've been to videos where like they hire modeling agencies and then i've just met all the girls so then to like cut a middleman out i'll just contact the girls directly get them in the video save money 
little things like that. Right, right. I was wondering how that works because do you like bring the people, the talent in, and you like you kind of get to know them, I guess, after a while. Is it, is it like a lot of the same talent in several of the different videos, or you just kind of figure out who's best for that video at the time? Yeah, I, I guess we really just cast for the video. Like we'll come up with the idea, and then whatever the video really requires, we'll, we'll cast right, for it. Right, right, yeah. But the whole video will always revolve around the artist and the song. Right, because obviously – it's going to be kind of their preference in a way and you guys probably get together. Now, do you guys like talk and discuss how and what the video is supposed to look like and, and, and kind of go over some ideas? Is that kind of how that works? Yeah. Usually, usually um, when I, when I want to shoot a music video, I, I have to love the song. Like that's the first and more, most important part is like, if I don't like the song, I'm probably not going to do the video. Okay. Yeah. Um, so once I listen to the song and if I like it, I'll start talking with the artists about like what they really want to see and what ideas they have. Sometimes they don't have any, um, but if they do, I'll obviously try to incorporate them in my ideas, uh, with my ideas. I mean, and yeah, I'll just come up with the overall vision. I'll break the song down, come up with each part of the video that you're going to see throughout, try to tell a story somehow. And then we just bring it to life. That's amazing. That's amazing. Now let's talk a little bit about, when you're out there on scene, on site, like, do you have to pick these locations? It must, it's incredible for you to be able to go out and kind of get the location. Is, does that get tough sometimes? And, you know, you're, you probably look at different places and locations and, and try to picture that as being in a video. How does that work? Yeah. Um, good question. LA is honestly the best spot for it. Cause there's so many resources as far as like websites, people you can talk to and just, Overall, like, this is a spot for filmmaking. So there's so many different spots you can, like, rent out, use. We actually built a little set in my garage, so we shoot a lot of stuff in-house. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's pretty easy. I, I learned a lot in school, and I just self-taught a lot of myself of just, like, how to produce a video and, like, how to find spaces. And, like, once you learn the ropes, it's pretty easy. Now, have you ever been out on a scene or on a set, I guess I should say, and and the police came and said, what are you guys doing? Or anybody give you a hard honestly, time out there? <laughs> they probably honestly, used to I it. Haven't. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Good. I haven't, but it's, it's a pretty common thing. If you want to film anywhere in a public place, you have to have a permit or you have to have permission from a property owner. So it's it, honestly, it's pretty common to get shut down, but I haven't had it happen yet. I have had to get a permit a few times. So I usually take the safe route. Right. Yeah. Do, do it the right way. And that's why you're professional. Um, one other thing, too, is I noticed in some of the videos you, you did have there were weapons, and I think in one of the videos you, you actually put a little disclaimer at the front, like these weapons are, you know, how, how do you handle those? Like if there's, like, people getting shot and there's weapons, does that sometimes get sensitive or, you know, as, um, of, as of recent time? Or is it, for most people understand that it's, it's a video, right? Yeah, I think most people understand. And, like, for the audience that these videos are catered to, I don't think these people... Um, types of people really care because they know it's fake, you know? Right. They know it's more just like, it's a movie, you know? It's not, this isn't real life, this is a movie. Right, right. Um, and as far as like, hand, they're all fake guns. There's no, uh, we wouldn't allow any real guns on set. These are, all these guns are like airsoft guns with blowback and all the effects you see are like professionally done effects by my best friend and roommate, Grant. That's cool. That's good. You got, you got your roommate, you get the, you know, the, the, your best buddies are good to be partners with, so that's good. So, let, yeah, some of those those uh, airsoft guns are like you can't even tell the difference in those things. I mean, I'm 
I'm in law enforcement, been for 31 years, and I see an airsoft, and I'm like, I can't tell. You know, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. When well, we have guns like that on set, we have um, a fire marshal on set that like handles all the guns and stuff. And makes- I know you guys to promote and do some things. You do a lot of the behind the scenes videos for. I think you did one for the Ray video. That's kind of neat. How does how do you do that, and why do you do those behind the scenes? Yeah, so um, I think it's super cool to to see the process of like what went into making a video, especially on the set there. Um, so. I have my best friends, Chase, usually, um, who I met at school, and this kid, Jay, who I also met at school, two of my good friends. They come to almost all my shoots and just film everything. I just tell them, like, film everyone's reactions, film the shots, film when stuff goes wrong, film everything. And then I'll get all the footage at the end, and I roll out the behind-the-scenes video on my channel when the music video drops. So when all these fans want to go see the music video, they want to see what happened after, they want to see who worked on it, they can come to my channel and watch it. So the behind-the-scenes of the Larray video just hit 2 million views, which is crazy. We gained 10,000 subscribers in the last day. Wow. That is so awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. So that, so that behind-the-scenes video is, like, really a, a key piece to your promotion, marketing, all that portion definitely, of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's hard to be a millionaire off making videos, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, but, but when you're running a brand, it's that's where that's where things will really come together. Yeah. So let me ask you about that too. So when you make a video and you put it and you post it, does that I, if you monetize it? I mean, I I think one time I did a video and I think I had a million views on it, and I think it paid me nine, about nineteen hundred bucks. So yeah. <clears throat> I was trying to do the math. I mean, there's people that post these videos up and they're well, 22 million. So if you do 22 million views, if you monetize it in the right spots, I mean, who gets think, yeah. who gets that money? Would that be on the artist or does that money come back to you if it's even monetized? How does that work? Um, so say the video, like the behind the scenes, that, that would basically be how I would make revenue Okay. elsewhere besides the video. But as far as like the artist, I take a set rate for the video and then whatever the video does numbers wise, they, they will eat off that. Okay. I got it. I got it. But yeah, they're, he's, they're making like at least four to $5 per thousand views. So you can do the math, but some of these videos are making like a lot of money. Oh, that's unbelievable. money. yeah, that, that could really, and the thing about it is every time you add a layer on another video, that other video didn't stop making money. It's still making and you got the new one coming, so it's it's kind of like a compound effect, right? You get yep. you get more, yeah, exactly. and then and then you have that when when you got somebody who subscribes to your channel. What's great about that is when they subscribe, every time you you put something new out, then they get notified and and so on and so forth. Kind of like the podcast. I mean, we've been just doing it a couple months, and we've got ten thousand downloads, which I think is pretty cool in such a small market. And we haven't we haven't even really scratched the surface on it yet, so. It's just, and for us, it's, it's more of a hobby, but to be able to monetize and be able to maybe, you know, throw in some advertising and things like that, that's kind of what we're, you know, maybe looking at at some point down the line. Yep, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Now, let me ask you this. This is kind of a funny question. When you first upload the video, right, and you see a couple people that looked at it, and then it goes from 1,000, then it goes to 2,000, and then it goes to 50,000, and then it goes to 100,000. How does that feel? 
It's crazy. Are you talking more about when I upload the music video or the behind the scenes or both? Just in general. Yeah, just in general. When you start seeing those numbers climb, well, how does that? What, what does that make you do? Knowing that 22 million people looked at the video and the work that you did. I mean, 22 million. That's like that's like huge. What is that? Yeah, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, honestly, I've I've never had a video come nearly this close. Like this this is my first video over a million views. Um, but like from the start when I heard about this video, even like considering happening, I knew that it would be the biggest video. Okay. On the internet. So I knew like I needed to do whatever I could to make this video happen and get my name on it. So when we posted this I posted the video from my computer and I think I posted it. It was out for like 30 seconds, I refreshed it, it already had like 800 comments, like 600 what? likes, oh over 10,000 views, because he already has 7 million subscribers, so when that video came out, every, like, the whole internet was anticipating that this video was coming, and like, it was going to be huge. Oh, that is awesome, that's awesome. That's yeah, it was cool. crazy, it had, it had a million views in the first, like, 30 minutes. When did you start, like, producing the Lorray music video? Honestly, I'm about to film a video that addresses like the full process from like the first phone call I had with him to the end. Um, so I'm gonna be figuring that out today. But let me see. I think it was probably a week ago, oh, or maybe maybe two weeks ago. Maybe two weeks ago, the first um, text came in asking if I was interested in doing it. So how long did it take you to produce this video? Um, it took about a week and a half before we shot it, I think, or like a week. Yeah, it was a week. We shot it, we shot the video in, in a week. And then we edited it in like three days. Wow. Wow. And then they, and then they dropped it the same day that it was finished. Unbelievable. Now, let me ask you this. When, when LeRae starts seeing those numbers, do you guys, do you guys ever text each other back and forth going like, holy shit, this is awesome or does you know, is, is, no, honestly, no, I think he's, he's pretty used to it. Okay. 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 So pretty much, pretty much for him, it's kind of like, yeah, that's happening for you. It's like, it's really cool that it's happening and, uh, yeah. good for everybody. Yeah. The only way we've really communicated is I was on paparazzi the other day and I got interviewed about the video and then he got paparazzi like two days later and the paparazzi guy was like, yeah, I spoke to Jake, the shooter. And LeRae was like, oh, yeah, he's the best. Like, shout out, Jake. I haven't talked to him. But oh, that's, that's the last time that, we That's spoke. cool. That's really cool. So my question is, when you were in school coming up through and you knew you might want to do, you know, get in the film industry and you were kind of working your way up to that, how did the other kids at the school perceive that or look at that? And did they ever think you'd be in the position you're in now? Yeah, honestly, I mean, I think by my senior year, everyone kind of knew, like, okay, this kid's probably going to go do crazy stuff because it's already, he's already doing crazy stuff and he's in high school. But it started with me filming skateboarding videos. And I think that was where I realized that I was better at making the videos than I was at skateboarding. But everyone <laughs> liked, I think, I think everyone really liked the skateboarding videos. And then I started to transition to making, like, just random filming stuff, like filming clothing videos i started a clothing line and that's where like when i started doing stuff different people were like oh why is he doing this this is not cool like he's a loser now whatever um and then i kind of transitioned out of that and figured out that music was probably the right route to take it video wise because i was always a fan of music and i knew what the artist would want 
And then when I started working with artists that everyone listened to, people were like, oh, wait, like, this is crazy. Yeah, it's like, there, there he is. He's actually doing it. Do you, do you ever hear, do you ever get back with any of your, your people from back in Boston and they, do you ever talk to them Facebook or Instagram oh, yeah, and all, all that time, stuff? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I still, yeah, I still talk to everyone that I was in high school with. Everyone shoots me texts, DMs me all the time. Just anytime, like I, I do something, they're always hitting me like, yo, just saw this crazy, bro. Like, I remember you were making clothing videos and no one believed in it, but like we were there. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that feels good. And then, you know, it's a lot of hard work. What was, what was school like for you? What, I mean, it sounds like obviously you went to a really good school that really like you jumped into it and you were off and running. I mean, you're 21 years old, right? So you're off and running where most people don't get that opportunity until they're 40, 45, you know, even older sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, honestly, I knew like I didn't, if I, if I was going to get into a career path that like wasn't really requiring that much school, I had to do it in a different way because there's people that'll go to film school for their whole life and will be like 45, 50 and we'll shoot a video that might, might not even shoot a video that's as big as the one we just did. So I knew I had to just go at it at a different approach. What makes you different than the other producers? What, what makes you different? I would just say my, ingenuity as a young creative i think i just know what is going to look hip and cool to the younger generation and, and what's going to work yeah because you got to have like that insight and you know and i think your age is obviously a, a big advantage when it comes to that because you're going to know what type of things is going to trigger people to watch the video i mean that's when it really Definitely. boils down and yeah. to be able to have the vision to do that because i like mess around with videos a little bit and I need people to give me the creative ideas and then I can kind of try to do them, but you know, I'm not definitely at the level and that you, you know, you, that you have that. I, I think people can go to school and never really get to that creative level. It's kind of like, a, it's kind of like a painter, right? You know, somebody who paints or an artist that paints and you know, there's some good ones that go to school and you don't see a whole lot of their work and you have some that go to school and then they just take it to a whole different level. It sounds to me like, you've got that ability to do that, to take it to the next level through your creativity. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the most important thing that I strive on is, is just being different, trying to do things in a different way that, that work. What type of equipment do you use and what are some things that you use as kind of like behind the scenes secrets or, or things that, that have helped you, you know, kind of cool ideas, I guess. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, I mean, I started with, like, a baseline Canon camera, filming a bunch of stuff. Like, first and foremost, I just want to make it clear to anyone listening, whatever type of gear you have, it doesn't really matter because I have a $100 VHS old camera that I got on Amazon probably, like, two months ago, and I filmed some huge videos on that, and it looks worse than, like, any camera. So gear honestly doesn't matter. But as of now, I use a, um, a Sony A7S II. I'm actually probably trying to sell it because in the past week or two we've just been renting bigger cameras like reds and right. like alexa minis we shot the laray video on an alexa mini lf it's like an eighty thousand dollar camera wow yeah that's that's expensive you don't want to drop that thing <laughs> <laughs> right uh, yeah i wasn't i wasn't holding it <laughs> yeah it's good. like i don't want to drop that thing now what do you use for um your editing 
What, what's your I, best? I edited, in, um, I edited Final Cut Pro. Final Cut Pro? Yep. And do you, so, and you spend, now when you sit down and start editing, how long do you sit there until you like give it up for the day? Is it, I mean, is it one of those things that's like a full blown marathon or do you kind of like go yeah, for a certain it, period of time? Honestly, yeah, it really depends on the videos. Um, some videos are easier to edit than others. Like if we shoot videos um, more broken down um, or like in longer takes. So for example, if we shoot a, a video and the song is two minutes long and we plan out like, okay, in the first 20 seconds, we're going to do this. And then we only shoot like five or six takes in the first 20 seconds. And we do that throughout the whole song. Those videos are a lot easier to edit because I'm only shuffling through like five different takes. So like one of them has to be it. So then I can move on to the next 20 seconds. But there's other videos where we film the whole song through. And then I'm just like putting puzzle pieces together, which is honestly a lot of the time. Takes those a lot videos, time. Yeah. yeah, those videos take like upwards of like 12 to 15 hours in total. Wow. Let me ask you this. Uh, when you do the videos, is there music playing in the background that keeps them in line with the words? Or how does yeah. that work? Yeah, so we, we usually have a huge speaker with us wherever we go. We'll hit record on the on the camera, and then we'll hit we'll say roll sound, and then they'll hit playback. They'll say usually like three, two, one, start the song, and then the artist will perform the song like it's actually playing. Okay, which it is playing. And then everybody on the set hears that song, and they're kind of all trying to be in sync. And then you're so for like one song that you would do with like for instance, Larray, Like how many times do you hear that song? Do is it like I think the, 25 the, times. Day, the, shoot, the shoot day was 12 hours. I think we heard that song over 100 times for sure. 100 times. Wow. Yep. Yeah. And like the, the camera movement is with the beat. So like we send the, the steady cam operator who's like running with the camera and making it all smooth and doing all the movements. We send them the song beforehand so they can like hear the beat. So like say there's going to be a big drum hit. They try to like sweep it hard on the beat so we can cut around it and like stuff look like it's all in sync. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, Jack, you get any questions, buddy? Uh, I mean, I was just uh, sort of interested in one of the shots you did. Uh, you know, when you shot the whiteboard where some of the people's picture popped up, and I saw in the behind the scenes you had uh, like a black marker and a square. Uh, do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I was wondering how you track that uh, so it stay that the picture stays there so well. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you this. This is this is funny. So, Larray originally wanted a chalkboard as uh, behind him so he could make the whole thing green screen. And I was like, well, Larray, it's going to be really hard to find a school that has a, a built chalkboard, one. And if we want to build a chalkboard, it's also going to be really expensive. We're already spending crazy amount of money on this school in the video. Um, could we work around it? So I, I had this idea. When you walk up to the to the whiteboard, just draw a square. And I'm just going to make that square come to life at the points that you want it to in the video. So what we did was we shot all the shots without, with just the white square, all the moving shots that you see. You won't see anything on the board in the video. But then there's shots where they're just tripod facing straight on. All we did was tape a green piece of paper there and then just keyed it out like a green screen. Mm, nice. Right. So that one little square has got the, got the green spot and then anything you can add you can throw anything in that spot that you want yep exactly yeah we literally just taped a 
the whiteboard and, and just kept the camera static on a tripod. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, I, I think we covered everything. Um, shout out to everyone that's been a part of the journey so far. Shout out to everyone I live with. Grant Desick, my DP, Crazy Loco Tilly, one of my best friends. He's a big TikToker that I live with. Wrapped up, big artist that I've been with forever. Um, and my friend Tony Pillow, who I also live with, who's a photographer. Okay, so let's break it down here. We want to watch this video. We're going to post it, obviously. We're going to post it on our on our site, but we want to watch this video. Where do we go to find it? Where do we find you? Uh, to watch the Larray video, just search Larray on YouTube, Larray Distract. It'll be the first video. Or if you go to Trending and you just hit music, it's the number one video there. Um, to find me, my socials are Jake the Shooter. My brand is Shooter Co. You can find me on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. We're, we're pretty much everywhere. Hey, Jake, it's been great having you on. I mean, it's it's really cool you having that that Naples connection, and, you know, we wish you the best in the in the future. I mean, this is going to be great. Remember, don't forget the small people. I mean, and you're, and you're kind of hooked to us, whether you want to be or not, you know, because got, I got uh, Jack is going to help me out in the studio a lot, and then we're going to have, you know, some of his, his buddies, and then obviously Uncle Sean is going to be there, so... You know, don't forget us little people down here in uh, Naples. You know, come back and, you know, visit us. And, and a good a good video behind the scenes for, for us would be really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I, I love Naples. I've been going there ever since um, my Uncle Sean moved there. So I'm definitely excited to come back. And I definitely want to come by the studio and check it out, see how you guys are doing. All right. It's great. So, uh, yeah, so 239 Uncensored. Um, everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we are so, so honored to have you on. Uh, Jake, it's been great. Remember, you got an open door. Uh, you know, these videos, just, just anytime a good one comes out, let us know. We're going we're gonna to push it all over the channel. Appreciate you guys having me. Seriously, thank you, Jack and Uncle Sean, and especially you. You got it, buddy. So 239 Uncensored. And uh, guess what? We are out. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production.